no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And you're tuned into the only sports podcast with brains and bars. It is a black and white thing. Um, I am a one. It has been a long time. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast to step to step to. But anyway, um, you can check us out at soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars. You can find us on Google Play by searching It's a Black and White Thing. iTunes, It's a Black and White Thing. Stitcher Radio, searching It's a Black and White Thing. Check us out. Um, man, like it's I'm it's been a long time since we've done this, so I'm hopeful I can get this all together. Um, as always, I'm joined by my homie, my ace, Mr. A Ward. What's, What's going on? Goody, good, 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 y'all. It's so good to be back, man. You can holler at me, I am Award.com. All the hyperlinks to all the social media is on there. Uh, hit me up. Uh, like I said, man, it's good to be back. How you been, bro? Good, good, man. Um, I'm also. I, I'm assuming that um, the good homie Reese pays his bills, so you can also check us out at AnthonEntertainment.net. I'm I'm hoping that you know that the that the link is still good. It ain't it ain't the domain ain't been snatched, but um, <laughs> but you can check us out there, man. It's good to be back. Like we did the last episode we did was in August for the NFL preview, and you know like life got me, school got me, the homie B, school got him. We could not link up. I think we did one episode on Anchor Radio. We should have done. We should have done more. But our weekends are pretty hectic. Yep. Um. So yeah. So glad to be back in the saddle. Um. I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. We're just going to talk some sports. I mean, <laughs> that's about it. So hopefully we have some fun. We appreciate y'all tuning in for. It's been a long time. So when you see that notification, we appreciate you for rocking with us. Um. You can also hit us up on Facebook. Search at Brains and Bars, and you'll find it's a black and white thing. You can check out the podcast, or you can check out the podcast page there. Email us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's them again. And we're joined by a special guest tonight in the studio rocking with us. Um, he is one half of the Same Difference podcast. You can go to the Same Difference podcast, samedifference.net, um, to check them out. SD underscore podcast on Instagram. Did I get that right? SD underscore podcast one, yeah, on Instagram. So it is the homie, the Los Factor, right? Two times, two times, two times. I got a little so special, man, for y'all, man. Oh, the champ, man. Hey, the champ, the champ is here, man. I'm saying. I mean, you know that's not is that, is that really the champions? That's not the championship. That's not music. like we are the that's, champions. That's, bro, that's Rocky. Yeah, but he wasn't the champ. He lost he that was, fight. Oh, he lost that fight, <laughs> bro. He's a champ. He's a champ, yo. He, he lost that fight. I'm pretty sure he lost that fight. He lost no. that fight to Apollo Creed. Hey, he did. Hey, he did not lose that fight. He did. Well, he won the second time, <laughs> which is I lost last year. Now I won this time. Oh, it fits. It fits. <laughs> it fits. I am the champ. Both leagues, semi goat. Yo, I'm almost a goat. Uh, What's up, though? What's up with you? We man? good. We good. Welcome up, to the man, show. Man. Glad to have you. That's ride, how I come in. That's with how I come in. That was a good introduction, show. man. That was a solid introduction, man. <laughs> yeah. It was very. It was due, bro. It was due. Good was job. Due. Good job. Very great year. Goat esque. Yeah. I must say. Yep. 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 So, yep. getting back in the swing of things, I do remember this part. So to open up the show, I always begin with. What I've learned, what A-Ward is looking into, and then we get into topics from across the, the sports genre, the sports milieu, um, if you will. So I'm going to start off with what I learned 
this week and I'm going to get political for just a second, but not in a way that you think. So if you haven't been keeping up in the political world, uh, there's a I don't want to say a tell all book, but there's a quote unquote expose about to be released tomorrow because the publishers push it up because they can smell that guap. They can smell that money like it's bread in the oven and it's about to come out. So there's some book coming out about Donald Trump, about the campaign trail, about the life in the White House of the administration and um, people in there talking greasy, like greasy about Donald Trump in this book. Um, Steve Bannon, wilding out, call him all kind of names, call him stupid. He's not fit for the office. And it's not it's not that aspect of it that that fascinates me. One, I'm like, what is going on in this White House? Like it's it just seems like it is the wild, wild west at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, But the part that kind of the other flip side of this got me to thinking like, like, does Donald Trump have any real friends? Like, does he have serious? No, I mean, because seriously, you got to think about this. Like the, the people who who as you were watching his his ascent into the White House, who were like supposed to be his, for lack of a better term, ace booms. Who's supposed to be his his homies, the people that's supposed to go back with him like faux flats on the Cadillac. And you look now, like all these people are like either have been fired, have resigned, or are simply like taking out the 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 chopper and just letting it fly. And it's just like, first of all, to be in politics, it's a lonely world. To be the president has got to be a very lonely world because there's not that many of you. Like you're the most powerful person in the world. And you and so that's that can be a lonely role. And it's just like I would not I wouldn't want to be any president, but I wouldn't want to be this dude because it seems like he has no one who is genuine to him. It seems like everyone is attached to him for what they what his role and position can do for him. And look, the flip side of that, I'm pretty sure he's got some people who who he had, who he has an agenda and why they're close to him. But I'm just like, I'm just reading everything that's happening around this with cease and desist letters. The publisher, like I said, they they treating the book like it got leaked. Like they're like, push, they push the date up to tomorrow because they can, again, this book is being requested. Like it's going to sell out. Like this isn't a, it might, it is going to sell out. And it's going to sell out like concert tickets, like Jay-Z at Madison Square. You know, so, I mean, that's what I learned this week, like, does Donald, well, it's not what I learned. It's just, it's a, it's a, a wondering of, does this dude have any real, does he have homies? Does he have anybody who's in his corner? Who's just, who's not a blood relative. Who's like, has to be there, quote unquote. So that's what I learned this week. It was real political. Yeah. You know, that, that started was, out with like, it's not going to be political. I mean, but, but it really isn't. It was it's, like real political. Yeah. 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 It was not real political. It, it was just it like, was very political. it was just wondering, does he have any homies? That was that. That was really what it. That's that what, wasn't like the theme of it, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm. A, I can be critiqued. I'm cool with okay. that. But anyway, um, y'all can hit us up with what you learned this week. What you learned in 2017. What you hope to get out of your 2018 New Year, New Me. Yo, I got a what I learned, man. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot. And I. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't even say this because like the dude is already on like cloud nine, like oh. cloud ten. You know. Oh boy. Like, it, you know. But I learned that this dude Los has a solid podcast, man. Like, like, obviously I'm not that great of a friend. Uh, he did 27 episodes, <laughs> 27, right? Uh, episodes? No, I think it was. I don't know. Something Maybe like that. Mess me up. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's around 20. I think they got the 28 before the year was. Okay. Out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I had never listened to one of them, and I listened to uh. the last one, the one at the end of the year, 
And bro, I enjoyed that thing. Like I really did. I really enjoyed that podcast, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And like I it made me wanna like I'm like, yo, I even hit I even talked to Los yesterday. It's like, yo, when y'all recording the next podcast, (laughs) you know, on my Tyrone Biggums. Like I walked up there like Yo, you got you got, got any of them podcasts? <laughs> you know, uh, man, I walked. Uh, somebody walked up to me. I was just, I was just a little like a little get together, and somebody walked up to me, uh, uh, a friend of mine who I know. Before they even said hi to me, they're like, "Yeah, so we're next podcast." <laughs> I'm like, "Say hi to me," you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just you know what I'm saying? say hi to me first. But man, I, I really, I really do enjoy the podcast, man. I really enjoy doing it, man. So. I'm glad people like. I'm glad something I enjoy. People are getting enjoyment from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff, man. So that's yeah. that's something I learned this week. Yeah, that's I'm one up. episode away. I'm almost caught up. Like I'm on the um, what is this one? This was the uh the, oh the listener questions joint. So oh, I'm up to I like that, that one. one. That was good. So I'm I'm one episode away from being caught up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a dope podcast. It's on iTunes. Search the same difference. Yeah. It's on. I mean, the they're same everywhere. Difference podcast, man. Um, Search it up. Search at Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes. It's everywhere. Everywhere podcasts can be downloaded. So check it out. Give him a give him a holla. Him and Wendy L. Shouts out to her um, as well. But yeah, it's a dope podcast. Um, Shout out to Wendy L. Shout out to Wendy L. But um, but yeah. So let's get into it, man. So I kind of I wanted since we are at the start of a new year, kind of wanted to get into. I don't want to say a year in review, but I kind of wanted to do a what we've learned from. The year of 2017 as relates to sports, NFL season just ended. We're going to get into the wild card matchups, talk about that. You know, I wish I would have listened to the show before we got here so I could have seen who we did predict to make the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure Packers were probably high on people's list. Patriots probably high on people's list. I'm pretty sure Steelers, kind of the usual suspects. I'm pretty sure nobody had Rams, Eagles, Saints. I might have had the Saints. You had Saints? Nah, he might have had Kamara, but he didn't have the Saints. I might have said Man, the Saints are always counting like right there. I might have said the Saints was going to win the division. I definitely didn't have him in the Super Bowl, but I might have I might have picked them. Yeah, that, that that's believable though. That's, yeah. that's believable. Yeah. Because it's always the Saints defense that just kind of Yeah. You just say, you know what? They're not going to do too much, but their yeah. defense is kind of holding up. Yeah. They've been yeah. solid. And yeah. I never I mean, no one thought Jacksonville you know, it was going to be uh, a, a division winner, let alone, you know, in the playoffs. So, I mean, like, it's it's a lot of things. So, I'll kind of – to kind of give you all an idea of what I'm talking about when I say what we learned from the year. We'll start with the NFL because it's the it's season just concluded, uh, most recent thing that happened. So, um, I think this year, A-Ward gets on me a lot about the backup quarterback theory. He gives me a lot of crap about the backup quarterback theory. Uh, I get a lot of crap about how franchise quarterbacks are overrated or over the th- the idea of having one is overrated. Um, and to me, that has been proven no other like this year. You look at what's happened in Minnesota, Case Keenum, the third, technically second stream, but really a third stream because if they were healthy, I think it would have been Bridgewater, Bradford, then Keenum, leads the team to second best record in, in the NFC. Um I'm not ready to call Goff and Wentz franchise quarterbacks yet. This is the first time they've been good. I'd say Wentz is definitely a franchise quarterback. They they were their position said that they were drafted in says that they should be franchise quarterbacks. I'll give you that. Um, yeah. Because look, people would probably say after RG 3s rookie season he was a franchise quarterback, and look what happened. So I, I kind of think they're just I, I kind of think they're all in on Goff. 
I mean, I'm not saying that they're not I all think, in. I'm saying I'm not designating them as a friend. That is some, that's a title you are you earn. Like I, you can't be just given that title. You have to earn the right to be called a franchise quarterback, and that's due to your play and being able to stay with that same franchise over a length of time. So, Kirk Cousins, franchise quarterback, yes or no? Not yet, no. But no. I think you got five playoff franchise quarterbacks. Brady, so Rodgers, Brady. No, but they're not in the playoffs. Rodgers are not in the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, but you would say he's a franchise. But you say that you're saying that this year shows that the franchise quarterback is overrated. I'm saying you got Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, um, and Breeze. Breeze. Drew Breeze. Are we going to count Alex Smith? Are we counting Alex Smith? I don't know if I can. I I don't think I count Alex Smith, but I'd say you got five of 12 franchise quarterbacks. And I would say that, that. they're all pretty. I mean, let's see. Of all of them, how many are wild card teams? One. No. Uh, you said wild card teams. The oh. Panthers and the Falcons are both wild Saint, card teams. Saints. Saints are not a wild card team. They won the division. They are a wild card team. They're not a top. They don't. They're playing this weekend. Saints only, and Panthers play this weekend. There's only two wild card teams though. You win your division. Oh, the top okay. I got four you. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So you got Saints. You got uh. Yeah. Uh. And the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I was, so, I would say if you you if you're a franchise quarterback, like like what makes you a franchise quarterback is there can't be any talks of somebody thinking you should be traded or some type of losing your job. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's how I feel like your job has to be secure. I no, see that, but, but at the same time, Eli Manning is definitely franchise quarterback. Yes. Not and, now. And, 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 and I—that's th- why I say that because, like, there was a point that he was, but it's that's that's slipping. Right. Like, I so I designate a franchise guy. Again, it's not. It's not because if you look at where Wentz and Golf were drafted, you would say those are franchise. Those are franchise quarterbacks, or at least they were drafted to be that. But you have to prove that. You prove that through your play. Right. And through your and, – and so, like, the reason I say is – I ask the question, is Kirk Cousins a franchise quarterback? Because that's a litmus test, right? When Aaron Rodgers – so let's, let's go back to his previous contract. When Aaron Rodgers' deal was up, there was no thought of wondering whether or not Aaron Rodgers was going to get his money. He was going to be paid, period. End of story. Right, like he was going to get his bread when Breeze's contract was up the first time in in New Orleans. Um, Brady's deal, like these guys don't see free agency because their teams are saying there is no, you're not going to sniff him. They've also been on the upside of their their prime during those contract years. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But even now, Rogers' deal is up next year. Like he's not. Look at Flacco, you know. He won a Super Bowl though. Like Eli won two. Yeah, but I would argue a franchise for, quarterback like Eli can have three bad years and still be like, all right, you're still our guy. Like Eli has had some bad, bad years, and then they started this year like you're our guy. He's never had a horrific year. Like he hasn't had a horrific. He's had some like league to league and interception years, but he's never had a year bad enough where you would say, I don't know if he can be the guy for your team. And and I would say the the thing with Eli's, I think. The reason why the coach should have been fired, I can't, I can't remember dude's name. What's dude? McAdoo. McAdoo. Yeah, yeah, McAdoo. Listen, 
this guy lost every receiver he had. Right. I mean, there was a point where you did not know one receiver by name out there. I mean, all his receivers are gone. You know what I'm saying? So, like, come on. Like, this dude needs a little grace. And then you, you bitch him for Geno. Come on, man. You So, technically, yes. As Dude, someone, there's as, no tele- that literally on, happened. Hold on, hold on, hold there's on, hold no technical to that. That literally happened, which was bull. So I'm saying that yes, he need to be shown a little grace, but the season was lost. I mean, it was lost a long time ago, and so they should have been trying to find out if one because they knew they're going to have a high draft pick. Are we going to draft Geno's? I'm mean, not Geno. I almost said Geno's replacement. Are we going to draft Eli's replacement? Or do we have something with Davis Webb, who's a third round guy? So they had to, they needed to find out what they had in Geno to see if he could be a potential bridge guy. So the, essentially, yeah, I see what, I, I see what you're saying. You don't treat the last couple of games like preseason, however, you at least you're don't going against do that. number one defenses. Yeah. You don't do that to the Brady Slayer. You oh. don't do that to the Brady Slayer. Man, you don't do that. He cried. Like, like, like he cried. you don't, like, it, you have to make it to where he is okay with this and it's the decision that's both being made. Yeah. He, I feel like Eli was sent a text message like, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and start, you know, uh, see you at practice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they that's what I feel like they did to him. I think they they went to him and said he cried the way <laughs> he cried. I mean, I almost said something slanderous. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold that back. The way they went about it was wrong. I agree, but again, Eli was a franchise like he earned. No matter how I may feel about Eli, overhyped as he is, overpraised as he was, he earned his spot as a franchise guy. But if you look at these teams, at these playoff teams, Pan- not Panthers, Eagles. Rams, Vikings, um, you look in the AFC, who's in the AFC? Uh, I'm not going to count the Chiefs. Look at Jacksonville, I call him Blake Grossman now, not not longer right-hand Tebow. Well, he st- he still, he'll always be right-hand Tebow. But, but Blake Bortles, a.k.a. Rex Grossman. Like, you look at these teams with these quarterbacks where they're predicated on run the football, play great defense, and just don't screw it up. Like, that's what a lot of teams are on right now. Ty Gurley, my MVP of the league. Yeah, he, he's the MVP. He's, he's the MVP. It's not Brady, and I hope to God it's not. It it, it doesn't end up being it's another Justin QB. Justin Tucker, bro. Justin Tucker is the MVP, man. Hey, Tucker is a solid kicker. <laughs> he is a solid. solid kicker. But, yeah, but he's I mean. the MVP of kickers. <laughs> Definitely. Like, I, like, he, like he's, he's the best kicker. But again, but yeah, I mean, girl, I mean, girl's the MVP. I mean, he, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's my takeaway no from this question. year. Like, like you again. I I harp on the fact that franchise quarterbacks are overrated. You yeah. just need a good one, and that back you need to have a good backup quarterback. I mean, look at the Eagles and Nick Foles. Like, they're done. And they're done. Was, you think? Who the Eagles? Done. Nah. Have you seen Nick Foles the last three weeks? I don't. I don't know if they're done, yo. I I mean I really can't say that they're done. Just because I like I have to see them get washed. And I mean I guess you I mean, you have to see the playoffs, but I, I mean so I don't, I don't see if that. the Saint let's just say by chance. So if the Rams win, if the Rams beat the uh, Falcons, the winner of Saints Panthers is going to 
No, they're not. Yeah, they're going to because they get the lowest seeded team. So they're going to Philly. So if the Saints, and, and granted, Drew Brees has not been Drew Brees. If they go to Philly, you're telling me that there's – give me a percentage. If, if we're talking 100%, how confident are you that they win that game? If it's Saints and it's in Philly, no, the obviously. the Saints are beating Philly. But, but the Panthers, I don't know. I don't – Depends don't, on I which camp. Listen, I don't trust the Panthers at all. Listen. I don't trust the Panthers. I don't trust – uh, Stewart, I don't trust Cam. Yeah, but I don't trust uh, uh Olsen. Like I don't trust their yeah. and I don't trust their defense. Like I don't trust. That's the them. one thing I do trust. Yeah, that's to say, Keely, I I, the whole squad, Thomas Davis, Thomas Davis. Yeah, uh, Bradbury's been balling. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Their defense, they should, but I still don't trust them. I don't, I don't trust, trust Cam. Them. So I'm a, I do have one question. I'm stealing this from A Ward's Facebook page, which blew up uh today but i mean what do you what other what major takeaways do you guys have from this nfl season i have one takeaway a couple takeaways i have and things i've learned okay i learned that hopkins is a beast <laughs> man i learned that hopkins he is, is a beast the number two wide receiver behind ab the goat he is hands down with a bullet like it's not Julio, it's, it's not. not Odell, <laughs> it's not, it's it's not, not. Mike Evans, <laughs> AJ Green, it's not AJ Green, it's not. DeAndre Hopkins is the second best wide receiver in the game. And listen, and I don't want to hear anything else. Like I don't want to hear anything. And I'm gonna else. go as far as saying if he had Ben throwing to him, he might be the best wide receiver and in so, the game. And you you can make a big argument that he is the best wide receiver in the game because he has had outside of uh the oh god, what's his name? Deshaun Watson. Outside of Watson, he's had absolute bums throwing him passes. And all he does is put up bread outside of last year. The the guy's ability to catch the ball on the sideline is so like he like his feet just they just twinkle twelve and, twinkle toes man dude they just stay in bad I don't know magical. he's crazy like yo that catch against uh against the Steelers mm-hmm. like what do like yo I don't know how he did that. I, like I, I look at this, like dude, it's not a catch. He's definitely one of my favorite football players. Oh, I mean, I mean yeah. ever since Hard Knocks. Yeah, ever we, since Hard Knocks. We go knocks. back to Hard Knocks. We go back to Hard Knocks. I, God. I, don't, I don't fear nobody but God, boy. <laughs> I don't fear nobody. And then he broke his ankles the very the next, next play. Yeah, that sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like he put he put uh, who was that? D'Angelo Hall on the injured list with yeah. the very next. Yep. Like, bro, remember the gift you sent of him where he was in the slot and he kind of did like this little soldier yes, like Yeah, somebody sent that to me. I don't know what that was. So to set up the scene, he DeAndre Hopkins is in the slot. They snap the ball. He walks up to the to the uh cornerback like he's a, a soldier, like a toy soldier. <laughs> he just slaps dude and then runs like a five yard slant and catches the ball. And <laughs> like like straight up, like you make a great point. Like if he had a better quarterback throwing him passes, like what could he do? <sighs> Man, beast. Hop, beast. I'm beast. sorry, but your other takeaway. Okay, take yeah, away. okay, yeah. My other takeaway uh, is Larry Fitzgerald has some of the best hands <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, like he. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm about to go on record to say this. He has the best hands I've ever seen in the league, and I will. And I know Jerry Rice played in the league. I know he has, but I will go ahead and say that I think. 
Larry Fitzgerald's hands are better than Jerry Rice's So, hands. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say that. As long as we talk NFL, I think a lot of losses, what he's learned, is going to revolve around his fantasy team. No, yeah. no, no. Because yeah, Hopkins yeah. and Fitzgerald yeah. were both on his fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of what he's learned. And he, when he talks about NFL, it's going to revolve around that. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, my last one does it. My last one does it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, man, he, he, he's, he's great. But my last one is... I learned that the Cowboys can still um, evoke anger out of me. I thought that I could remove myself mentally from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I could just put them in a place and just say, hey, I'm just going to put you in a little box where I put Tennessee in. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to close it and just never look at her again. But... Uh, the Cowboys have a way of still thus grinding me my gears, yo. And just let me let me tell you something. Jerry uh, Jones got the ending he deserved. Like he got the ending he deserved. All the junk he stirred up, all the stuff he did. Like he made me a Roger Goodell sympathizer for uh, about a month. And like when you got me, you know, when you got me siding with that guy, like you have you were you were literally evil. Like you're acting, you're acting in ways that are just downright demonic. When you got me siding with Roger Goodell <laughs> on Listen, anything, I, I now one thing I I did not care about Roger Goodell at all because I knew in the end he was gonna get his money. Hey, shout he out to him though. I mean, just for how how bossy do you have to be to be like, yo, I need fifty, I need forty nine million, forty nine and a half million. I need free health care for life, and I want use of a private jet whenever I feel like it. You know, and, and, and this is what I said. This is what I said. I said, hey, man, get your money, man. Get your money. I cannot hate on him getting his money. It's one thing I won't hate on. Get your money, man. This is a billion-dollar industry. <laughs> I need your, my cut. Get you your know money. what I'm saying? He could have recited that Nino Brown speech from the courthouse at the end of uh, New Jack City. Like this is this is the this is the American dream. This is the this is the way. Like, give me my bread. Yeah. Like straight up. Shout out to Roger, man. Dang, I hate to say that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna say it, but I'm I'm gonna say get your money. Get your money. I'm on. I I I'm, hey, get your money. Like I said, when these dudes get these big contracts, these players, whatever, get your money, man. These owners got billions of dollars. Mm. Hey, what's three? What's two hundred thousand? Tell me two hundred million. You know what I'm saying? So get your yeah. money, man. Real quick, I'm a I'm a jump in real quick. Uh, let me say my apologies to the city of St. Louis. Um, I feel your pain right now. Man, um, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care. Yikes! <laughs> I don't care. I don't um, care. look, y'all supported some bums. Like y'all got that one championship back at the turn of the century. But after that, y'all supported bum team after bum team after bum team. They leave. They get the coach of the year. And get right back to the money. They get right back to the money. They were predicted to go 3-13. and They got the coach of the year. They probably got the MVP. They got a QB who could be a franchise guy. You know, I mean, dang. I mean, I felt – I felt I felt bad. Like I was thinking about that today, and just it's a, a, a twinge of of hurt hit my heart for y'all, man. But keep y'all. It reminds up. me of a battle rap uh, a hashtag they use called "Pray for STL," and so <laughs> a lot of times when URL and the New York battle rappers are talking smack to like Verb and Holla and stuff, like they'll hashtag "Pray for STL," <laughs> but wow. like really like 
No, pray for ST. Cause you, pray for ST. Like, you got to be salty. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to be salty. Like, you got to be salty. So, my heart goes out to y'all, man. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't really know what to say. I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care. I should. I, I should. I don't care. I mean, yeah. it's just, just me. But do you have yeah. anything that you um, – any takeaways from this season? I got a season? couple. Uh, one, I think in all my years of watching the NFL, that AFC South might be the worst – division I've ever seen. Man, you make a strong argument. I mean, NFC West has been pretty bad for a long time. They're just so trash. Like, I mean, I did not even know the Titans had a chance to make the playoffs. Like, I didn't know the Jaguars were 10 and 5 or, you know, like, they're just, it's just, yeah, like, I it's just bad, you know. Bortles, Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, and Tom Savage are your starting quarterbacks, right? Well, I mean, so healthy. Are we talking about just this, this year? year. Ta- this year, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, by the time the season was over, um, they were starting. Texas was starting T.J. Yates. Yeah, you know? and then some yeah. dude named Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah. I, and 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 when you, when you say that, I, I looked it up, and it's just. You look at the Jaguars, and you and, and nobody ever would have said the Jaguars nobody. would do anything. You so, fear Tebow's so, Broncos in the playoffs more than you fear Bortles Jaguars. Yeah, just just because they had and they both had crazy defenses. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, got to see what he does in this game first before I say that. Because I'll say, listen, no one has been harder on right hand Tebow than me. Like I've been very hard on dude, very harsh on dude. However, there were games where he was downright Alex Smith like. Is that a compliment? That for, <laughs> I just yeah, I, I don't yeah, know, I don't, I don't know, know where that was going. Let me let me tell you something. I called him right hand Tebow. <laughs> to say you were Alex Smith like is one of the highest forms of praise I can give you. I, don't know, I feel like you're just calling a, a D a C minus. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, C's <laughs> get degrees. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you hey. this, man. First of all, I mean the one thing that Blake Bortles has over Tebow is he can throw the football. I mean, T-Ball can't throw games, so he, he couldn't throw the football. I mean, let's just get that out there. That could be disputed, but you know okay. You what I'm saying? Okay. cannot throw the football. Uh, Blake can't throw the football. Now, here's all the thing is, who was he throwing it to? Okay, <laughs> like, that's true. team was he throwing it to? Hey, and you know what's you so know funny? What like, this dude is, like, they're winning games 40-7, to 7, and then Jadavion Clown is like, yeah, the team is tight, but that dude trash. Like, yeah. like you had on multiple weeks teams saying, hey, he's trash. Like, he's horrible. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I literally don't know who to pick in that game because I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, outside of that, to stick with the theme of wide receivers. Okay. I believe Keenan Allen might be the best wide receiver nobody ever talks about. And, and I can You know what? That. I can agree with that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. It hit me because of fancy football. <laughs> when I had to go against Keenan Allen, and I literally had to say to myself, is there nobody else he can throw the ball to? Like, can, no, can he not find anybody else? But, but I look at the game and, like, dude, he's open. open. He's like, he, he, he gets open. Yeah, open. he can run around. He can run around. And last year, I think he got hurt early, didn't he? He was killing yeah. Marcus Peters and the Chiefs in the yep. opening game of the season. He tore his ACL. 
That sucks. Like he he had like seven catches for like seventy eight yards in that game, and then he tore his ACL. Like and, he was roasting them. And I was nervous because I kept thinking, man, I hope he don't get because like, I I started kind of rooting for the dude. Like, dude, like I hope he does. Like, I hope he can like finish out the whole year. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that hundred um, percent. And then thirdly, every year I get closer and closer. To understanding why people would not let their kids play football. This year, man, yeah. I have seen some hits Bro. that have just been like, like they literally have put like a pit in my stomach to not even want to watch football, like to just want to turn it off and just be like, yeah, like yeah. even the even the hit wasn't bad, but even the whole Ryan Shazier injury. You know, mixed with that game, period. That, game that was, whole game. That was rough. And just how barbaric and gladiator-esque it was. That was rough. And, yeah, like, I, 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 the more I watch it, I'm just like, yo. Um, uh, the Thomas Davis helmet, the helmet that he caught. Uh, was it Thomas Davis? Yeah. Devon, no, what? so Devontae Adams got, got Devontae, twice. Yeah. He got yeah, caught he got, yeah, in the yeah. uh, the uh, game against the Bears is the first one. He got one early. That was, was early the first. That was the first nasty one. Um, he got caught by Danny Trevathan. Yeah, when he was being held up, and Trevathan yeah. ducked his head. But then yeah. Thomas Davis on the interception yeah. return, I think he blindsided him yeah. and got him a helmet to helmet. Yeah, that was just bad. And then last but not least, Alvin Kamara is the rookie. <laughs> <of> the <year. laughs> you you killed the T. So okay, so we'll go ahead and have this discussion real Period. quick. And if you listening, man, like hit us up, hit us up. Go to twitter.com at brains and bars. Go to our Facebook page. You can go to uh, A-Wars page and go join the discussion about who is the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. So this year, actually, which is something else we learned, like this has been a renaissance year for running backs in general, but particularly for rookie running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first of all, let me say a couple of things. I may not get a lot of things right, but a couple of things that I was on dead point on was, one, um, I told you, that Kamara was going to be the man. I did say that when we talked okay. about rookies in the in the preview. I remember that. I brought up um, Kareem Hunt was going to be nice. I, I was never wrong doubted if Kamara was going to be the man. It's just when Ingram and Peterson are starting the year, I wondered if he would have the chance to be the man right. this year. <laughs> right. Like, I was wrong on Leonard Fournette. I will admit that. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was, but he's yeah. been really good. Um, Samaj P. Ron has shown flashes out in Washington. Christian McCaffrey. Um, Christian McCaffrey's been nice doing his yeah. thing. Also, Devontae Foreman, before he got hurt, was doing some things out Jordan in Jordan Williams. I'm pretty sure he's a rookie. The Packers running back from yeah. Boston College. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like his name is something else. It's well, it might out, not be Jordan. It's definitely last name's Williams. He came out late, though, didn't he? Yeah. 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 It, so, it, I mean, it would have like a lot of different. It's been a renaissance year for though. running backs, but there have been two rookie running backs who have shined above all. Obviously, Kareem Hunt um, and Alvin Kamara. And so, there's been a fierce debate on A-Ward's Facebook page about who was the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. A-Ward has chimed in and given his pick on who's the offensive Offensive Rookie of the Year. To me, you can't go wrong either way. Like, there's really no wrong answer. Except um, there is one wrong answer. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you're mean, a homer. You're biased. I mean, I think it's clearly uh, Kamar. Like, you know, in I Battle Rap, we have debatables. I don't feel like this is a debatable battle. 
So I I side with that as well because I he to me there was never any now granted he didn't have the start Kareem Hunt had because you're right he was behind two other running backs right first but, four games Peterson yeah and, and and let me just go on record as saying that I was the first one like I mean I mean I won't go on record and say that I did not like a a, a P in uh the, the uh, New Orleans I just thought it was a bad idea I thought that. Ingram could do everything that AP can do, but better. Right. At this point of the career, and to get him is just you got him because of a name, of what he his yesteryears. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I, I, I feel like you were stifling uh, Ingram and Kamara. Mm-hmm. So yeah. get rid of him was probably the best decision. I'm gonna say this: Los loves Mark Ingram. Like I do. Like Los, I'm a Mark Ingram fan. Like Los. I'm a Mark Ingram fan. Mark Ingram fan. You know, Mark Ingram has had a solid career. I agree. Like, it started off slow. He was always Especially for an Alabama running back. Hey, especially for an Alabama running back. He can do everything on the field. Like, he can do every single thing on the field. He can can play one down, one, two, and three. He can catch out the backfield. He can can, – the one-yard line. He can pass protect. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's a complete bat. And I'm okay with Kamar, you know what I'm saying? Because like I know that he's a, he's a different step, you know what I'm saying? Like in the offense, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. So I mean, again, I think I'll go with Kamar because, uh, granted, he didn't have the start that Hunt had, but once he got, I mean, basically he forced he forced the Saints to play him yeah. because he out of the limited touches he was getting, he was making stuff happen, and yeah. so then once you know they realized what they had in him, they let AP. Traded AP, and I mean, what they were both—they were two thousand yard backs, right? They both rushed for a thousand, or was it just no. Kamara had? No. So they were both two. They were both fifteen hundred yard from scrimmage. From backs. scrimmage, okay, okay. Yeah. So Kamara ended up with seven fifty rushing, eight hundred something passing, receiving, and then um, <clears throat> Ingram ended up with twelve hundred rushing, like three or four hundred receiving, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so shout out to both of them. They had great seasons, but yeah, I saw it with Kamara. I just think he's been more consistent. Um, and, and I think that's what it is overall. Like, uh, people talk about the play calling and all. I mean, there's uh, so many excuses that you can give for Hunt. Yeah. Um, but Hunt literally went nine games in a row without scoring a touchdown. Um, and, and, I mean, and I, you could say Kamara, like, then he came on late. But then, but but Hunt disappeared. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I mean, went away. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah he, it, he it, it was. You know, and Andy Reid is known for, you know, going to the pass and not coming yeah. back to the run. You know, I get it. But at the same time, you can't hold that against, you know, like, you know, I mean, I just, I just, I feel like, you know, you go nine games in a row without scoring a touchdown, you, you know, you, you know, then you, you kind of are doing something wrong, you know? And to me, I don't really, Hunt to me is not a typical Andy Reid running back. Like to me, I I would, I I would think that Andy Reid would like somebody more like Kamar. Well, I mean, so, I feel like they both do the same things. I feel like, well, I mean, Kamara's, Kamara Kamara's be better. a better athlete. I think he's faster. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at Andy Reid's history and some of the, the really good running backs, Brian Westbrook, so you go back to that. He was a, a dual threat, quote, unquote. He's like, he more Kamara to me, though, than Hunt. I feel like Westbrook, I don't know if he was the athlete. I feel and like he'd what, be more in line Buckhalter? Was it was his name? Correll Buckhalter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, before that. So, I, mean, I, I feel like they're more Kamara than in uh, 
I kind of get the same yeah, feel huh. from Hunt. I mean, I get, you know, obviously the a little, you know, Kamara's a little bit smaller than Hunt. Um, but, I mean, I, I look at Hunt kind of like Jamal, like Jamal Charles-esque, you know? Yeah. See, that's more Kamara, which if I think if I go back, I might have to go back and listen to the podcast. I might have made the – I might have made the Jamal Charles comparison with with Kamara because I thought the speed, the speed is there with Kamara. Where Hunt, like Hunt's not really going to run away from you. He's just going to he's going to probably stiff arm you yeah. into oblivion. He might make you miss. Yeah, uh, but he's not going to run away from you. And I, the reason Kamara was able to stay on, and I'm not going to really try to dive into this. Y'all can take this if and run with it if y'all want to. Is because. While Drew Brees has not been Drew Brees, Drew Brees is not mediocre like Alex Smith is. <laughs> like, like that's why that's why Hunt went away for for like nine games is because Alex Smith is his quarterback. Whereas Kamara could flourish because you had Drew Brees, right? Because at the end of the day, it's still Drew Brees. And I and I think that like good quarterbacks like Drew Brees kind of get penalized when they have great running backs and things like that because they don't have to win the games with their arm all the time. So you say that Drew Brees, oh, he wasn't the same Drew Brees this year, but his running game was so solid he at the to, backfield. And look, when he had to be, was that the, what game was that? Was that the <clears throat> Dolphins game? It was the Dolphins. They were playing the Dolphins. They were losing that entire game at home. They needed a, a game-tying touchdown drive. Drew Brees took them down, two-minute offense. I think he might have missed like one pass. He might have went seven for eight for like 60-something yards. Killed it. Got them in the overtime and then won the game. So when well, you need Drew Brees to be Drew Brees, yeah. Yeah. he can be that guy. So let's yeah. move on. This, oh, this go ahead, go dude, ahead. Kamara, touched the ball 201 times and averaged eight yards every time he touched the ball. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty 7.8 yards. How? 200 times. I ain't talking about just like a small sample, you know, 200 touches, 120 rushes, 80 catches, averaged 10-point-something every time he caught the ball and 6-something every time he rushed the ball. That's crazy. The stats mean, is just nuts, bro. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. And the, and the Saints seem to have a, a, a good foundation post-Drew Brees with Michael Thomas, <laughs> um, Ingram still there, Kamara still there. I think Kamara could be an every-down back as soon as, like, you know, if, if he's ushered into that role in, in some years. He could be, but I think the way the NFL is, like, I feel right. like teams want to have multiple backs to yeah. try to keep the wear and tear down. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going uh, this later, but what do you see Kamara in fantasy football? What do you see him being drafted? Uh, being drafted, I would say <sighs> he's going to be like a, a the way running backs have been. I would say second round. Yeah. Like he's probably going to go second round, maybe early third. Yeah. I had to guess, like he's going to be a top ten. Like now, when they rank in rankings, he's going to be a top ten. Oh, yeah. Now, might, question for a one: Do you where will he go in the draft with a war in there? <laughs> <laughs> he's going second. My, that's my second pick. What you talking that, about? <laughs> that will be his second overall. That will be his second overall. Pick. <laughs> second overall. Okay. Pick. Yeah, he's because he's not going to pass up. Like you know, depending on where he's drafted. Yeah, hop. Yeah, I'm not gonna pass up you on know, a receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's not gonna pass up on a dope receiver. I tell you what, this Dez is dropping to the fifth round. Man, De- man, I'm a- it's uh, it's it's not looking too good for Dez right now. Like, I don't De- even know where Dez is gonna be playing if at all next year. <laughs> if at all, 
Dez is definitely playing. You mean next to tell year. me Josh Gordon is gonna be playing next year, but Dez ain't? Man, I'm just, <laughs> listen, man. I don't know. I know what? I, I don't know. I don't want to invoke anger. My bad. Yeah, put, put it back I'm in the done. box. I'm done. Put I'm it back done. in the box. Real quick, so we, I want to jump to these wild card games, but I'll say this: I'm a Niners fan. I do not know if Jimmy Garoppolo is a ultimate, if he's a franchise quarterback. I do know this. I have hope for my team that I've not had in some time because with Shanahan as the play caller and with with Jimmy Garoppolo, that is a team where if they were in the playoffs, they would be a dangerous squad. I'm not saying that they would wreck shop. I'm not saying they would be a super they would go to the Super Bowl. I'm saying that they would make whoever they played life really tough in order to advance. Um, I really feel like he ruined their draft pick. That's why they weren't playing him. Like, people kept saying, well, what are they waiting for? Because they were trying to tank. But then Bether got hurt, and they didn't have nobody else. Like, they had no choice but to play him at that point because to not play him would to be telling your fans, we have quit on the season. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm a little mad he got the play because I was looking at that top two pick like, yeah. We gonna trade down because we don't need no quarterback. Yep. We gonna get some more picks, but nah. But now, now we like a top ten. And pick. people are saying that the Patriots messed up. Like a couple people said that the Patriots messed up by trading him. Look at the Patriots with Brissett, they, Garoppolo, and Brady all starting in the NFL. You know, like like, like they're saying that they should have kept him, yeah. and then they would have been like a Bledsoe situation. Yeah. But Man. you know, very I don't know. possible. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, very possible. They're the they're the Patriots, right? Like, I don't say the Patriots make a bad move until until something bad befalls them. So, yeah. all right. So let's move on to these wild card Bro, games, I man. We'll give our uh, <laughs> our thoughts real quick. So we'll start with let's start with with Jacksonville and Buffalo in uh-huh. Jacksonville this weekend. Who y'all got? Let's first start with this. We are discussing a Jacksonville versus Buffalo playoff game. <laughs> You know how tight my uh, my throat would have been if I had to allow Andy Dalton to get my team into the playoffs, and he was not my quarterback. The clip of the Buffalo Bills watching that game was dope. It was dope because I'm I had no faith. I mean, we were saying it in the in the group like I was like, "Yo, it's over." Like you had to rely on Andy Dalton. I've watched Andy Dalton on multiple game tying or winning drives on fourth down, throw the ball out of bounds. Like, you get no more opportunities after this, and he's throwing the ball away. Like, I had no faith in that. He, he what's, his, what's his nickname? Something Rocket. The Red Rifle. The, the Red, Red Rifle. I don't think it's the Red Rocket, is it? No, no. The, yeah, Rifle. Rifle? Yeah, is that what it is? It might be the Red Rocket, because I feel like... He slung that thing. Yeah, because I feel like J.J. Watt said we turned the Red Rocket into, like, a Red Rifle BB gun. It was like a um, Christmas Story reference Oh, or like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He but, slung that thing. Hey, and I give him his credit. Like, I did not think they were going to do it, and he did it. So, Jacksonville and Buffalo at Jacksonville. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Oof. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills because I don't believe home field advantage is that important when you're in warm weather and when you play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> like, I feel like Tyrod Taylor has something to prove. I feel like from a quarterback standpoint of being benched <laughs> at one point in time during the year and bringing his team back, you know, winning the last game, getting into the playoffs. Um, I feel like both teams are kind of happy to be there, <clears throat> but I don't know. I, Jacksonville's defense is really yeah. good. 
Jacksonville's defense is really, really good. So, I don't know. I feel like there's more playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Um, LaShawn McCoy. Game time um, decision. I'm going with the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> he got an ankle. He's got an ankle sprain, okay. so it's a game time yeah. decision. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm leaning more towards Buffalo. If if I might take this, uh, what's the what's the spread? Three and a half or something uh, like that. I want to say it was Jacksonville minus five. Like when they first came yeah, out, I'm taking I'm taking Buffalo plus five. You taking Buffalo? Ooh, I'm taking Buffalo plus. This entertainment purposes only, by the way. <laughs> um, Buffalo plus five. Let me find. Now you got me wondering what the actual spread is. Well, while you look up that, I was I was just say that Buffalo Bills fans started donating to, to Andy, Andy Dalton's charity. Uh, charity foundation, like his charities. They are happy to be there, <laughs> and so I kind of got to roll with that. I don't know, like I kind of got to roll with that. I'm going Buffalo, and I'm going Buffalo winning. By at least ten. Wow, wow, that's that's kind of like a blowout a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I um, <laughs> I feel like Bortles just freezes up. This is another there. reason I'm going Buffalo. Okay. Because I want the Chiefs to play on Saturday night instead of Sunday. <laughs> because I got a battle on Sunday, and I'm not trying uh... to have people <laughs> watching a Chiefs game and not being at the battle. So okay. it's a personal issue. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Ooh. Buffalo minus – Buffalo plus nine. What? Buffalo plus – This is for what purposes only? Entertainment. Oh, entertainment purposes only. Buffalo plus I need to hit up a quick trip when we leave. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm rolling with I the Jaguars. I wouldn't ja- have thought that. I'm rolling with the Jaguars. Are you rolling with the Jaguars minus nine? Um. No, he's not. No, I probably first thought is rolling with Buffalo plus nine. Yeah. But Jaguars to win the game. Um, I know LaShawn McCoy or a limited LaShawn McCoy scares me. Yeah. Um, first of all, what I, what I also learned, um, Tyrod Taylor is one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks in the league <laughs> um, because they shouldn't even be here. Um, I would have told Coach, you, need, you, you, you roll with your boy. <laughs> you continue to ride with your boy once he benched me. Um, but, yeah, I just think no Deshaun McCoy. I think that defense at home, first playoff game since 2007, and it's at the crib. Um, I think the defense is going to show up and play. Calais Campbell, beast. Beast. I think he had like 14 sacks from a Ridiculous. from an interior position, interior Ridiculous. lineman. Um, so I think they're going to come to play. I don't, I don't think they're going to blow them out because, again, you got Blake Grossman at the helm. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I think the Jaguars win, but I think the uh, Buffalo Bills cover at plus nine. That's a big number. That's a big number. Like, that's disrespectful. Like, if I was a coach, like, that's the kind of stuff I would do. Yeah. Like, anytime I had a double-digit spread, like, I would just come in on the chalkboard plus 15. That's what Vegas thinks of you. They think you're bums. They think you stink. Who had the biggest spread? Was it the was it the Patriots against somebody had the biggest spread? The Patriots like had a couple of a fifteen pointers. And a half or they had a fifteen against the Jets. A fifteen and the Jets covered, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, they like the Jets had some. Um, I think somebody might have had a sixteen. Like maybe the Bears and Philly might have got the sixteen, seventeen. So I don't know. Anyway, as you can tell, I watch these things pretty closely because I'm a degenerate. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Next game we got on the docket. Let's stay in the A. Well, no, I'm going to say the Chiefs for last because Kansas City is a town. So let's go to the NFC. Panthers and Saints, I think you guys are pretty much giving your opinion on this, but yeah. on the record, everybody has the Saints. 
Yeah. Saints. Yeah, I do, however, think it's going to be a close game, like a 27-23. Um, yeah, but I, but I got the Saints. So just some actual factuals for you guys. Saints won the swept the season series 2-0. Beat them thirty four thirteen. It's really difficult. Thirty one twenty one three times. Oh, I didn't. Oh. Know. I wasn't thinking about that, man. Oh, I hate that. But oh. they beat them by at least ten points at least time each time. Yeah. Bro, do you know how hard it is to beat a team? I'm just. I, that's. I, that's why I, I thought I, I, would, I, I go on Panthers. That's why I thought I would give you guys the information, see I, if it I, changed I, your mind. I'm sticking I, with the Saints. I, I don't know. It's like two I, touchdowns for Alvin Kamara. After when does he get to accept his rookie of the year award? Is it at the oh end of the? Oh my gosh! It's or? before the. It's the night before the Super Bowl. They do the NFL honors thing. Oh okay, yeah, which is pretty dope. I, I have to admit. Uh, Lowe's? I'm gonna go with the Saints, man. But I'm gonna tell you this with an man. asterisk. With an asterisk. <laughs> I got the Saints with an asterisk. <laughs> like, 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 like. Once you see the asterisk, look down at the very bottom of the page. And it will say it's really hard to beat a team three times. So Especially gonna, a division opponent, which honestly that oh that's kind of silly to say because you wouldn't normally play anybody else other than three times. But yeah. It's it's I'ma say this, man. If good if good cam shows up, I'm fifteen and one MVP cam, that's a Super Bowl team if that cam shows up. I'm and, with, who, and if, with who with running back? At pockets, he's been with Cam Newton. Cam Newton at running back. Cam Cam Newton, flight. It was like a three week stretch where they beat the Patriots and some other squads. Was like he went back to being that guy. Hey, Funches is nice. I like Funches. I didn't think Funches had that in him. I did. I didn't think he had that. I called that. I called that, and it showed in my fantasy football because I picked him up. But I'm just saying though, like real talk, I called that though. I said Funches was going to – and you know how I, I, I kind of figured it out? Because they traded uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. But I'm like, there must be something about this guy if they traded Benjamin. Well, their offense was a ton – was a lot better when Benjamin was hurt. Remember, they went to the Super Bowl when Benjamin tore his ACL. Yeah. The offense was more open, and um, Benjamin is a glorified tight end. No diss to him, but that's really what he is. So, okay, so next NFC game – Rams at home against the Falcons. So Falcons and Rams. I think y'all spoke y'all piece on this one too. I'm gonna say this, man. I like. I of course, I want the Falcons to lose. I I want the Falcons to lose by as many points possible. Why is that? I I hate the Falcons. He doesn't like the Falcons. I absolutely hate the. Falcons. He does not like the Falcons. And you should know that about me. You should know that about him. I absolutely despise the Falcons. He does not. Does like that have to Falcons. do with what I think? Yeah, I think I okay. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It, 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 it stems from Michael Vick. Oh no, I, I was. Completely it stems wrong. from Michael Vick. It actually just, didn't go back to fantasy football. So no, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not fantasy <laughs> yeah. football. It's not fantasy. Is it because of the dog fighting thing? It goes back because of the, I feel like they did him wrong. They didn't have his back. They kicked him to the curb. And then they brought in Matt Ryan, who's well, supposed mean, to be this great savior and made excuses for him every year hey, bro. that he was bummed. No, up. they brought in Matt Schaub. Well, Matt Schaub and then Matt I'm Ryan. talking about Matt Ryan supposed to be the guy. Oh. That like the new I mean, Matt Ryan's revamp nice. thing. Hey, look, man. It, Los, like, you cool, right? right? Like, you the homie. 
But if it come out, you out here electrocuting dogs. <laughs> Listen, like, bro. I'm going to have to distance myself a little bit. You Listen, know what I'm saying? Bro. Like, I'm going to have to, you Listen, know. I don't might come. get me started on this. Don't get me started on dog fight stuff. Please don't. Okay. Like, don't All get right. me started. Because right. I might. Because I might. Yeah, because I don't need Peter. I don't need Peter at the show. No, yeah, I, for real. I need them active. Hey, 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 I love dogs. You know what I'm saying? I love dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm just saying that I don't like the Falcons. I hate the All Falcons. Right. Okay, okay. And they've they given me reason year after year to hate them. Every year they give me a reason that validates why I hate them. Okay, okay. Fair I'm enough. actually taking the Falcons in this game. Ooh, that's spicy. I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. Um, Devontae Freeman's back. I feel like he's – I mean, he, he was injured there for a minute, right? Uh, He was injured. He came back a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Concussion, I think. I like I like Matt Ryan. I like Julio. I like uh, the way that the young linebackers playing. What's his name? Dion um, Jones. Jones. I like the way he's playing. He's being such a. This troll is my right upset. Now. This is my upset. Like you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm I thought you were just doing that just to mess with love. Nope. I'm dead serious. Taking the fact. This is my upset for the weekend. Write it down, and I'm about to go look at the spread too. And uh, oh, I got you. Hold on. Hold I, on. I I I really. I I can't I honestly think the Falcons will win, but I of course I want them to lose. A one is all in on the Rams. I am all in on the Rams. Let me tell you something: Rams, Saints, Panthers win the NFC. That's your Super Bowl champion. Nobody's ever right been now. to a playoff game on that team. Rams, he's Rams, all in on Rams, the Rams. Saints, Panthers go to the Super Bowl. There's your champion. I'm calling it right now. One of those, either one of those three teams from the NFC. I'm calling it right now. There's there's your champion. I think the NFC has been stronger than the AFC. I think the competition has been better. I feel like at some point, in a very critical point, the Saints defense is going to turn back into the Saints defense of old and let me down. We'll see. By the way, spread on that. Uh, Rams six-point favorites. So they're saying the Jaguars are more are, – Are a better – Are a better three-seed over the six-seed of the Bills than the Rams are. I mean, I agree with that. You agree with that? I mean, I, I yeah, I like if you said Atlanta, even though Buffalo did beat Atlanta this year in Atlanta, mm-hmm. to be fair to them, with they also Tyron beat Taylor, the Chiefs. The, oh, you're right, they did. Oof, now I got. I still agree with that though. I still yeah. agree with that. So, all right, so let's move on to the AFC. I, I assume you're taking the Rams. I am taking the Rams. I'm all in on the Rams, and if for entertainment purposes only, I would take the Rams and and that minus minus six. Mm-hmm. I take that. I take that. All right, so NFC we got we already talked about Buffalo and Jacksonville, so that leaves our hometown Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Titans at the crib. The spread is eight and a half for the Chiefs at home. I'm taking the Chiefs forty one to seven. Interesting. I think the Chiefs are about to blow the Titans out like bad and create so much optimism. That's what the fans don't In the need. eyes of everybody in Kansas the City. The fans don't need that. To the point that when the Jaguars are losing and the Chiefs are going back to Pittsburgh and there's no A.B. to go <laughs> and they feel like they got hope. <laughs> like, I see it all panning out right wow. now. And I see Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Just giving them the blues for four quarters. <laughs> for four Quarters. There is and Juju Smith <laughs> dogging <laughs> whoever's on the left side of the field. Whoever's on the left side. There's a point where you was ha- where I w- I just sat there 
I was too nervous to watch watch the games because of fantasy, and I was just looking at my ESPN app, and every single play was Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I mean, every single play, catch it, running, like every single thing. Like, how do you stop that? I don't know. It's the most. It's the it's the most unbelievable running style I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, I just don't understand why you can't stop that. When what the was guy, the statistic that I had seen? I think he, he waits like three seconds. Like, he stops 40% like, of his rushes, he's behind the line of scrimmage for, for at like least three, three seconds. Three seconds or something like that, yeah. Like, that's crazy that that's you can't stop that. That's unbelievable. Like, he's literally stopping. Yeah. He is stopping in the middle of a play to just kind of say, okay, where's the hole? hole? Wait a minute. I feel like it's like when it. Zach Morris called timeout. Like, you remember when he about a bell? Time out and everything like, Time out and everything freeze. <laughs> <laughs> just like back there walking around. Like, yeah. all right, bad time. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I got the uh, I got the Titans. Oh, come on. I'm going with the Titans. You're going with the Titans. I believe that uh, <laughs> Henry is about to run rough and rugged. All really? over. No DeMarco the, Murray, by the no, way. No DeMarco Mind Murray. Mind you, the Titans have beat the Chiefs twice. At, they beat them last year, 1917. In Kansas City. Where the Chiefs were up 14-3 at halftime and did not score again after halftime. I got I got the I got the uh I got the Titans. Okay, okay. So I'm going if to, Alex has a bad first half. Man. So we're gonna end the show on Alex. We're gonna end it. We're gonna close the show on Alex. <laughs> yes, we not. We just gonna do NFL. We are gonna close the show on yeah, Alex. All right. We back in business, so we'll be back. You know, hopefully next week, and we'll keep it rolling. However, so here are two scenarios. One, I want to get three th- three things. The Chiefs need to have a close win to keep the fans humble. That scenario scenario you just painted a war. The Chiefs do not need the Chiefs fans don't need that going into Pittsburgh or even into New England. They yeah. need a close win. Second, the Chiefs should win by double digits. They should win by at least two touchdowns because this Titans offense is awful. It's terrible. Mike Malarkey is not the coach for Marcus Mariota. Um, like he, Mike Malarkey runs an offense that is straight out of the seventies and eighties. In the tw- in the twenty first century, that's number two. Number three, because the Chiefs love to find the most excruciating ways to break their fans' heart. I'm going to pre- present you with the doomsday scenario. Okay, Marcus Mariota is struggling. He can't move the offense. He somehow gets hurt because he's, he's been very injury prone this year in the last couple of years. In steps into Arrowhead Stadium, in front of seventy thousand fans. Matt Castle, former Chiefs quarterback, <laughs> stunk up the joint for three years, and he lights the Chiefs on fire, and they lose 21-17 to Matt Castle at home as a backup quarterback. That is the doomsday scenario that for the Kansas City Chiefs. That would be the absolutely worst thing ever. But that's how the Chiefs – like, the Chiefs don't just lose playoff games. They really don't. Like, you you, you remember, like, there are certain events. So, we go back to the Lynn Elliott game. Yeah. We go back to them losing. Was That that was the hardball game, right? The Lynn Elliott game <clears throat> is the hardball game. So, there's the Lynn Elliott game. There's the game against um, Peyton where there's no one – no punt. The no punt game. Um, you have last year's game where the defense All holds goals. the offense, holds Pittsburgh to no touchdowns. 
and they can't stop them. And then the 28-point meltdown against Indianapolis. Like, it's it centers around one defining thing where you always remember these games. And so if the Chiefs are going to lose, it won't be because they just got outplayed. Like, something of note is going to happen that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. I think the Chiefs play – like, their Super Bowl, it's like beating, like, the Steelers. Or like the Colts, like this should be like you know what I'm saying, like that's right, their, like that's because it's, it's such a mental block. Yeah, it's like they a never beat block. them. Right. So if they can do that, I feel like they would just like, you know, like have champagne in the locker room, celebrate, <laughs> and just say, "Well, okay, guys, we're here." Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just mean, see this game like it, I just see this game just like the Texans game what was it last year or yeah or was it two years ago? It was um, where they blanked the Texans. That was last year because they were a wild card team. So that was last year where they blanked the Texans and then they had the game against Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Maybe they beat the Texans two years in a row. I think they did. That might have been two years ago where they just beat the dog. It was like 30 to nothing or something like that. Like Brian Hoyer was just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm looking at this game like that. But like I said, I think it's going to just create a false sense of – and then – Well, I think – I mean, they know they can't beat Pittsburgh, the Chiefs. So, I think they know that. So, so, who do you want the Chiefs to play? So, are you rooting for Jacksonville so the Chiefs have to play the Patriots? I would want. I would want to. I would rather them go to New England than Pittsburgh because I think. Yeah. I think it's a mental yeah. block. I think it's a mental block. Like with them, like they just. And granted, they don't have Shazier. They're going to have Antonio Brown at seventy percent. Oh, he's playing. They think. I mean, they're talking yeah, like he's, he's running. Be ready. Like he's yeah. been running. Okay. Yeah, so maybe seventy percent Antonio Brown, which is still Better DeAndre than, Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, let's no, no, not seventy percent. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay, AJ Green at seventy percent. Okay, yeah, yeah, which okay. is still like that's a beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a beast at seventy percent. Yeah, seventy percent of of A of AB is uh, yeah. AJ Green. Dang, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Eighty five wow, yeah. is Hopkins. Okay, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. <laughs> But I mean, like, I feel like that would be a better route for them because the Chiefs always. I'm I'm giving this from the Chiefs fan perspective. Chiefs fans always feel like they can beat New England. They yeah. always feel like yeah. When they, they lost to them in the playoffs a couple of years ago, man, if we just got a couple of calls go our way. The offense would have should have should have would have would have whatever. When 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 we had Brady shut down, blah 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 blah. Like they always feel like they can beat them. Yeah. So let's end the show. Let's talk about our boy Alex Smith. Can Alex Smith break through? We talked about this in our group to start the season. Can Alex Smith break through that ceiling of the AFC divisional round and lead this team to a Super Bowl? Not win it. Just take them to the Super Bowl. Can he do that? Uh, Yes. I mean, honestly – See, I need 83 here for this segment. I Here's need 83 why. and Marcus. And I felt this way for, for the last two or three years. Like, the Bens and the Bradys are not the Bens and the Bradys anymore. Regardless of how you feel. Man, Brady's still Brady, bro. Regardless. No, did you see the last? I mean, this no, guy is. Yeah. He, regardless of how you feel about Alex, I feel it's probably the same way. The AFC is wide open. Like it literally it has been there for the taking, like for like the past three years. For the year, the year Peyton won a Super Bowl, it was kind of wide open. The year, the last three years, yeah. last and, and year. Honestly, is it gonna make me feel like Alex is elite? Absolutely not. Nah, but he can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like because 
with the right defensive scheme, the right amount of pressure on Brady and Ben and a few touchdowns. And Tyreek Hill is a game changer. And if Alex hits him once a game, like so Kansas every C- time he is one on one. He's wide open. He's wide open. Every by like time. three and a half yards. I nah, mean, maybe not I that mean, much. But like, yeah, like No, no, you're right. By about three yards. By the time the ball, by the time ball is, lands is, in, his hands, in his hand, he's three yards on his he, he's got three he, yards he, on his He's head. the least three to four yards. And then after that, he just excels even more. He puts up the peace sign and it's over. Because he because he usually has to slow down to get the ball. <laughs> he has to slow down against the football. Alex, this team is set up offensively. Like this should be this should be an offense that should be feared. Like we should be talking about this offense. Like we talk about Ben and mm-hmm. Bell and Brown because they got Hunt. They got a tight end. They have. I mean, outside of Gronk. Yeah. Who's a bet? Who's? I mean, Kelsey has. You could have argued best. Olsen last year, but I mean, other than that, nah. Kelsey's the second best tight end yeah. in the league. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So they got the tight end. They got the wide receiver. They got the running back. They have a good enough offensive line. Mm-hmm. Where they should be a team where you see them coming and you're like, yo, this is a problem. But Alex has got <laughs> to be, he can't be seeing ghosts, Alex. He can't be Freddy Cat, Alex. Like, he's got to be that guy from the first five weeks of the season. But don't you think with him knowing, I mean, he's going to just come out slinging it? No. I mean, I this know. could be his last game as a chief. I don't, I, man. Literally. You you seriously think he's gonna go? I mean, I felt like he started the season like this is gonna be my last se- game, season as a chief, and that's why he was just slinging that thing. Well, no, because we talk about this all the time amongst ourselves. Like Alex needs for Alex to be great, he needs perfect conditions. He needs a clean pocket. He needs receivers who are easily beating their man on routes, and that's what you saw for the first five weeks. And he had he had a running game. Yeah, I don't think Alex knows what a clean pocket is though. His pocket. I mean, like, if, if, if that pocket shows even a, a, hint, a hint of a crack, I'm talking about he flees. He just runs out. I'm like, come on, like, like, bro, that pocket is still good. It's still good. Yeah, and that's I don't know, man. I, he I, has absolutely no sidestep. No, like, he doesn't. No sidestep in that quarterback's and arsenal. And my my other knock on him is once he's out the pocket, he's just running. His eyes are not down the, not field. Down the field. He's not his, looking. Like he's, he's not, and, and, and even when they are, he has to get back into a throwing motion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. I'm. I'm with. So, um, final question because we saw Mahomes play Sunday, and I mean, I made this comparison on the radio. I said that Alex is like the wife that is consistent. She's going she knows what you like. She makes your meals for you. Um, you know, going to buy you your favorite, going to buy you the clothes that you like, but it's just kind of like a it's a ho hum relationship. You're going through the motions with Alex as your wife. And Patrick Mahomes is that girl that you knew from around the way growing up that you always had that good chemistry that always seemed to be the perfect match for you. And now she's hit you up like, "Yo, I'm in town." Like, do you want to do you want to try? Do you want to run away with me and see if we can make this work or not? And so Mahomes got in the game last week. He did his thing. He looked incre- I'm gonna say incredibly good. He looked well. He acquitted himself. So I'm gonna ask this question: 
How far does Alex Smith need to take the Chiefs in order to bring him? If you are Andy Reid and Brett Veach, how far do they have to get for you to bring him back? They have to be competitive in the Super Bowl. Competitive Super Bowl. Los, how far do they have to get? I don't believe there's anything... Oh, it's 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 over. I believe that <laughs> Alex Smith win you a Super Bowl, you get rid of him. I believe Has that, that the ever writing is on the wall, and I believe that you talk to Alex and say, "Hey, how do you want to go out?" I, I I believe he has a choice if he wins Super Bowl. If he wins Super Bowl, he has a choice. But we didn't get this young Thundercat for nothing. I feel like Brad Johnson. After they won with Tampa Bay, I feel like he was with a different team the next year. I don't know. But so for me, the answer is he's got to win a Super Bowl. That's the only thing that can justify bringing him back. Because I'm going to tell you, I saw enough from Mahomes in one game against Denver for me to say that arm, he can only his pocket pre- presence can only get better. Because he you talked about Alex when he when he flees the pocket. It's over. Mahomes is moving in that pocket, and he was he's looking look, for he's looking for a target. He's looking. He's looking. He's still looking off defenders. Defenders going one way, and then he throws the ball a complete other direction. Like he showed me enough to make me go, "Yo, with the weapons we got now, and with look, that arm, man." If Alex comfortably, I said comfortably. If Alex has a good game and beats. A Brady or a Ben on the road, that's and then plays in the Super Bowl competitively against a formidable. So let's say the Saints, right? Because I'm gonna say the Saints because I honestly think if you lose to the Rams, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know you think they're good, but like, if he's yeah. losing to a rookie quarterback, then that kind of goes against the whole. Like, the Chiefs could be like, "Well, look at Golf in his second year," <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> So, like, I'm going to say the Saints, um, if he loses the Breeze in the Super Bowl competitively, like, this, I feel like this city will be, like, all in for Alex. Like, next year is our year. Like, obviously, that this city thinks that every year. Right. She, she's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they will have legitimate with, with the pieces that he has and the cuts that can be made and how well they have been drafting as of late. Yeah, I think. And Eric Berry's coming back. I think they can be like, look, I'm okay. I'm bringing you back. Okay. I'm All right. I mean, back. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. I think he has it's Super Bowl a bus for him to come back. Yeah. Um. Although I do see the logic that says, look, we gave up a lot to go get this kid. And man. I'm telling you, man. Like, we, like I was impressed. We like I was impressed. For nothing, man. Meaningless game or not. Like, I mean, Akeem Talib came out and was like, yo. Like that kid's got the goods. Like he was like he the was pass like he threw to that tight end. Like I don't know if you saw that joint. It was like when he was fading play. away. I think that was the first possession of the game. I know you say you caught the game. Like he had thrown like a couple incomplete passes or something. And then next thing you know, it's like the best looking pass you've ever seen in your life. Like I'm just like this I'm, dude, man. I mean, just watching kind of like the dude for the uh, for Arrowhead Pride who like does the film review for them and like just showing kind of like the the end zone, that back end zone angle where he's, like, running and he's, like, looking right there. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he just goes. Yeah, no like, he's way. no looking the ball. Like, 
I'm just like, yo, like I mean, just his ability to recognize something Alex struggles with when the when the when you know the blitz is coming, and you got a free release, you got somebody who's who's the how would you grade value. the Chiefs' defense? It's C minus. See, so that's my. But that can win you a Super Bowl. Okay, well, that my concern would be that if it was C minus, Mahomes is gonna turn the ball over. So if you have a better defense, you can say, look, our for fifty percent of the time, that's not even gonna be points on the board because our defense got us. If you throw Mahomes in there with a C minus D defense, you know, then you might be putting yourself. To bring to bring the girlfriend analogy back, look, if baby girl burn the baked beans, you know, we can work with that. She's bringing it in other areas. Maybe, maybe, maybe you know, you messed up here. I can I can live with that sometimes. We can we can fix that. We can we can work our way through that. But again, I if it were me, I saw enough in that game to say it don't matter what happened. Like that, that we riding with that next. This year. is a story of Alex's life. Get 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 <laughs> and get passed up by the young Thundercat. The story of his life. Who are we to try to rewrite history? <laughs> Where does he go? Oof, that's a great question. The I Jets, because because it's a lot of teams who are gonna be looking at QBs, um, and there are four QBs. We could talk about this next week. Yeah, because I definitely want to get into the fact that Lamar Jackson is getting short shrift like out of this world. But that's another. That's for another Antoine podcast. Randall L two Nah, he ain't Antoine Randall L. Man, it's the same offense that produced Teddy Bridgewater. Man, like cut it out. Like that's a Bobby Petrino runs a pro style offense. But let me stop because I'm a rant. I'm a rant. So let me chill. But nah, man, I don't I have no idea. Because again, with Darnold and Rosen coming out, Allen's coming out, Baker Mayfield has somehow played himself into a first round pick. I've seen that. Ridiculous. So I don't Baker know. Mayfield. Yeah, I. I mean, I I what think the guy's a great college quarterback. Don't get it twisted. Hey, we didn't get What's the, the kid football. from UCLA? Uh, Rosen Josh is the Rosen. kid from UCLA. Okay. Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. It's packed. It's Mason Rudolph is even a first round pick. I don't know if he's a first round now. I like, mean, in the mock that I saw the other day, he was. But like, no way. If he goes first round, somebody's on some good stuff. Yeah. It was like seven or eight quarterbacks in the first round. They've been hanging with that offensive line coach from Miami. If you yeah. take uh, next week, Rudolph. we will talk. About Saquon Barkley, yeah, like we could do. We can talk about our, you know, give our top ten, our thoughts on top ten uh, players coming into the draft. Also, national title game. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. We can talk about that in the SEC being. Let's talk about the fact that Tennessee's next head coach is doing a stellar job. Okay, we will get to that. I will. I will give you equal airtime because I'm a rant about Notre Dame who just anyway. anyway I don't want to talk about it invoke anger remember that but yeah put it let, in a box let's just keep it moving keep it moving yo we thank y'all for listening man it's been a long time we back we're gonna try to get back to some regularly scheduled podcasts and get some stuff out hopefully on a weekly basis we'll see what our schedules is looking like um hit us up who you think the offensive rookie of the year is, is it Alvin Kamara is it um Kareem Hunt who's winning the Super who who y'all got in the Super Bowl I'm going Saints I'm going to ride the bandwagon. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl. I'm going Brady Breeze, and they both retire after the year. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like that. I'll okay. go on with the Patriots in, in the Saints. Cool, cool. So, um, national championship game, Bama or Georgia? Oh, I hate to say this. <laughs> Bama. Alabama's going to win. Yes. I'm rolling with the freshmen. I'm rolling with Jake Fromm. I'm rolling with Sony Michelle. Jake from State Fromm. 
I'm rolling with Nick Chubb, Roquan Smith, Lorenzo Carter. And what's the other running back? Well, Mike, Michael, yeah, Sony Michelle. Michelle. I like that too. Man. And they got another one that Swift dude yeah. is nice, and he's a freshman. So yeah, and they got a Vander Holyfield son too. Um, so anyway, I'm rolling with Georgia because um, I don't want to see Bama win another one. Me either. And I think Georgia has the best team. I think Georgia has the best team. I feel like Oklahoma. Just Alabama though, like. But still, I don't it's think it's the same. My whole thing is this is your first time being there. This is really Georgia's first time being on that big stage. Listen, listen. I felt like Oklahoma was the was the best team of the four. I feel like Georgia is the most complete team of yeah. the four, if that makes sense. So, um, hit us up. Who you think is going to win a national championship game? Who's the offensive rookie of the year? Who do you have going to the Super Bowl? Um, do you believe in right-hand Tebow, a.k.a. Blake Grossman? Um are you an Alex? Do you believe in Alex Smith? How far can he take the Chiefs? Would you start Mahomes next year? Hit us up on all that. Hit us up at Brands and Bars. Go to SoundCloud.com backslash Brands and Bars. I am Award.com. Yes, sir. Same differences. Same the same difference.net, right? Or same difference.net. He ain't listening, man. He ain't listening to I me. Wasn't, man. He done zoned out. But anyway, man, same difference.net. Go to iTunes, check them out. Uh, the same difference podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last time I give your podcast a plug on. Like my bad, bro. Anyway. I, I, I started doing something. And then look, it got quiet. So I'm like, he's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but he, man. Hey, Hollis, man. The Lost Factor, man. Wendy L. Uh, SD underscore podcast one. one man. And Instagram, yeah. Man. So yeah, check us out, same man. Facebook.com at Brands and Bars. Everything at Brands and Bars. SoundCloud, um, Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know what you think, man. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing. We holler at y'all, man. Deuces. Thank you.